Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Hey, Larissa here. Now, long gone are the days where perfection was the key to sell on social media. Um, Given the crazy, tumultuous year that we've had uh, and that we've experienced together this year, I think that it's especially evident right now, more than ever, that what people are craving so much more, especially on social media, is raw human connection. But I know that that's easier said than done, right? And that's why today I've brought in a salon social media expert, Britt Siever, to share her knowledge with you. Now, Britt and I chat all about how you can turn your social media around in 2021 and really start to gain some traction. We'll share our opinions on how you can best achieve the results Uh, on your socials, as well as discuss why the glitz and glam just doesn't work anymore. So tune into this episode to hear our best advice, one of my favorite guests. Now let's dive in and chat with Britt. Britt, thank you so much for joining me on the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Super excited to have you here. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. And I love connecting with you because it's always like no time has passed. We just click, we're on the same page. It's just truly my honor to be here. So I'm pleased to have you back again. This is your second visit. It's been far too long. It has. A lot of life has happened in between our last chat and now. I know. So, uh, well, it's been a crazy year. 2020 has been uh, one to remember. Lots going on. We have had uh, or come through and survived or maybe still surviving uh, COVID. There's an election happening in your world right now. It's crazy times. How are you surviving with all of these uh, crazy activities. Surviving is just the the theme of 2020, I think. And it's been interesting because, you know, as we go through life, life always throws curveballs. And some of us will go through a challenging time or a challenging year, but never in most of our lifetime, certainly not in mine, have we as a whole, I mean, worldwide gone through such a challenging time. And, uh, you know, most of us weren't prepared to manage the emotional, the physical, the financial tolls that it took on everybody. And we have these moments where it does to what you said, it feels like we're coming up for air or we're coming out the other side only to have, you know, something come in from the left or another layer to be added on. And so it's just learning, learning to adapt. Um, I know for me personally, I'm, I'm trying to find the small gifts and blessings in, in everything that comes, comes along. I mean, in my family, we're enjoying the simpler things in life and, and just shifting our, our ways as a whole. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how, how everyone adapts moving forward. I think, I don't know about you, but I have a different outlook on life and what's important. And um, at least now I'm just trying to focus on the blessings and looking forward and future casting to what I know is yet to come. Yeah, um, I agree. I think for, for me, there were lots of small blessings and uh, new opportunities and mindsets, I think, that have come out of 2020. So I'm a little excited for 21 because it's kind of re it's like a reset, an opportunity to reset, but from a new place that we mm. weren't at before. Slow down we did, a little bit. 
we didn't even know it existed or that we wanted it. Yeah. And I think for a lot of us, it's almost like the air has been let out of the room. We all had to slow our pace a little bit. And we had been so used to layering on more and more and more and better and bigger and bigger. And, and now we all had to kind of take a giant step back and reevaluate for sure. Yeah. So I think that is uh, a good segue to talk about what should we be doing? We're at the tail end of this crazy year and, uh, I know for our industry, it's often a time that we let go of everything else and we just focus on being present with our client, which is great. And I think uh, we should do that to a certain degree. But I think the mistake that we can sometimes make is we let go too much and we don't prepare enough this side of the year for getting started into the new year. And before we know it, it's March before we have a plan and we really get the wheels turning uh, for the new year. And I, what I really want for those of you that are listening right now, is for it to not be that way for you. I want to give you a head start. Um, and that's why I've asked Brett to come and talk to us about what are the things that we should be doing now and as we arrive in 2021 that are going to help our wheels continue to turn so we don't have this straight after the peak, have this massive drop and then have to build ourselves and climb back up the mountain to get, get things going again. So sound like a good topic? Sounds like a great topic. And you and I had a good laugh about that right before we started <laughs> recording. It's like we're training. It's almost like training for a, a marathon. So we spend the first 10 months of the year leading up to the holiday season. And here's the grand finale. And we work so hard into what you said. We pour so much into it and we get so much out of our guests that you know, end of December heading into the new year, we feel like we need a break. Like when does our, when does our relief come? And we often take January, February to rest, recover, start getting back into the right headspace. And then we go full speed ahead. And often we've lost an entire quarter mm. because we were recovering. And I respect the recovery period. We need it. It's such an important part of our industry. But when we look at really smart businesses, like um, here we have Target, like a, a big name brand where it's a store where you go into and they have clothes and retail and beauty supply products. December 26th, the day after Christmas, if you go into a store like that, it looks like Valentine's Day. They have already moved on to what's next because when we look at smart business, they are always thinking ahead. And so for our industry, what I always say is the holidays are here and upon us by the time November, December comes. Enjoy the ride because you've made it. You can't often better prepare for the season you're in. Once November and December have come, we are in it. It is happening. So just kind of enjoy the ride. And instead of getting caught up in the buzz, use the last half of November into December to start really reflecting and planning for 2021. The last six weeks of the year, I believe are the season where we should reflect on what we loved and what frustrated us in the year past, start vision casting to what we want for the year ahead, and then blocking out those goals. And they don't have to be precise, but if we were to say, okay, by July, I would like to have this in place. By June, I would like my schedule to look like this. By March, I'll have needed to hire one more stylist. Start blocking in those key pieces so that you can keep wheels in motion. Often when we have a plan or something to look forward to, it's easier to kind of make those slow momentum moves forward versus spending an entire quarter trying to goal set once the year is well underway. 100%. And I think also uh, it would be great to touch on what is going to be different next year that we need to keep in mind as we're planning, looking forward. How has life changed for our industry and what do we need to think about in 2021 that is quite different to how we arrived in 2020? 
What are your mm. thoughts around that in terms of uh, visibility and showing up uh, for the world, for our business? I love this question and it uh, makes me excited, but it's also a challenge for me because marketing is about to be revolutionized. We're already seeing some signs of it and I believe it's going to continue in this momentum. I think that we are coming out of a season of automation and flash and gifts and outdoing each other. And it was, you know, how many amenities can you have in the salon? We pop the confetti when the guest walks in, then we serve them a cupcake (laughs) and give them champagne. And then a parade comes through. And it was like, we did these over the top salon experiences, which were wonderful. However, it's not sustainable or scalable often in, in this new climate. And what our clients actually told us during the shutdowns is they really care for us. They want more stylists. They want more communication. They want more connection. It's not about the champagne and the cupcakes. It's about that emotional relationship. And we are going to be doubling down there in 2021 and beyond. And I think for the foreseeable future, for a lot of us, we, uh, you know, get frustrated with social media. When you look and it's, you know, filtered photo after filtered photo, after perfect grid, after almost creating a false reality. I believe we're going to see a lot of that soften and consumers are going to gravitate towards vulnerability, real connection, actual conversation, seeing real people and having a true authentic experience. And with that, I'm encouraging the stylists and salon owners I coach to really nurture the relationship with their guest and nurture the relationship even between visits. What can you do to make your guest feel appreciated even if they're not in your chair? Because I think that emotional connection is going to be that next level marketing. And, and you're not talking about sending them a little gift in between. No. Like we're not talking about, this is the confetti, like just actually a touch point. Exactly. One a of human my, one. A human. Let's be humans. You nailed it. And yeah. It's, it's so simple when we say it, but it's like we forgot. We, we all got caught up in this momentum of to what you said, gifts and all of these over the top things. And just being human is so simple. And it's what most of us are craving right now. Um, it's are you following all of your guests on social media? And do you like and comment on their photos? Often we, we hope our guests follow us and we hope that they point their friends to our accounts. But are you following them? Are you engaging? Are you wishing their child a happy birthday when you see that it comes up? It's those the very simple human things that we can do that are really going to help us to grow. Hey, hey, it's me here, Larissa here, just popping in to talk to you about something interesting. Don't worry though, we'll get back to the episode in just a sec. But for now, I want to ask, do you feel like 2020 has been a super rocky road, like lots of unexpected potholes in the journey of salon business? Well, maybe you felt deflated, overwhelmed, and that the stress is starting to seep into every aspect of your life. Well, I want to give you a fresh start in 2021, a chance to rewrite your own ending, take matters into your own hands, and actually be the one who decides to go for it and take a leap and make a change in your life and your business. Now, if this sounds like you, let's chat. I'd love to help you level up your business in 2021 and bring a new chapter, a chapter of success. So if you want to find out more, then just DM me, PM me, let's chat. And you can tell me a little bit about your salon, your team, your goals. Let's see if we are a good fit to work together. Let's make a plan for you. All right, let's get back to the episode. Now, I know one of the challenges uh, is showing up often enough, regularly enough. 
uh, or feeling like, uh, oh God, I haven't posted something in a couple of days and juggling all of the things. This is, this. if you're talking about being authentic and being vulnerable and uh, actually, have, actually having true connection, this means showing up consistently. Talk to me about that. How can we be better at this? Because I know it's always a roadblock, always. Always a roadblock, age old question. And it's a roadblock for me as well. So even though I coach to marketing, it is challenging for me. Mm. And I will say some of my best posts, I did a post a couple years ago and the caption was, I had a panic this morning when I realized I hadn't posted in four days and I beat myself up about it. And I just vulnerably shared going through that tremendous guilt about not posting on a social platform and how absolutely <laughs> insane it is. And the engagement I got was tremendous because we've all been there. Mm. And my, my most popular post of 2020 is a picture. My daughter took it. It's a picture from behind and it's my son and I, he's five. He's a little guy. He's sitting next to me. I'm in our closet, which is not huge, but it has a closed door. And I was trying to find quiet space working at home. And you can see over my shoulder, I'm typing on the computer. I've got my little guy next to me and it's just showing what my life looks like right now, man, that authenticity, that, that vulnerability. And so often we, with social media, we try to put so much pressure on posting the right thing or the best thing or impact or likes just show, show up. And, and try and be authentic and real. And right now people are looking to have really powerful conversations. So how can you connect with your guests, even for salon owners, what can you post on your feed that's relatable for maybe potential stylists who would wanna work for you? How can, mm. how can we connect just on a human to human level? And for me at least having that like ah, sigh of relief of I don't have to show up so perfect, I can just show up as me really changed the way I was able to create consistency for sure. Okay. So it's more about rather than being so scheduled and organized, actually just taking the snap in the moments as you're going through the day. Like I, I have to admit, I struggle with this myself too, because it's like, do people really care what I'm doing? Like, I you know, know. <laughs> um, do I really need to snap this right now? Um, but that's actually what it, what it is, really. It's just having the window into your life. Uh, and it's about sharing that, right? Rather than showing, sharing rather than showing off. It is. And in, I know in, um, it's just now coming full circle for me. I really tried to stay going through everything in 2020. It was such an emotional time for all of us. And I tried to stay present and I tried to really be available to those in the industry who I knew needed a lifeline. And often it felt like talking to a brick wall. I wasn't getting a lot of feedback, but I just kept showing up because I didn't know what else to do. And just now coming up at the end of the year, I'm starting to get messages of, I don't know what I would have done had you not shown up. And it's like, just because you're not getting the feedback doesn't mean that the impact is not happening. And I think that's a tricky thing about marketing too, is if we don't get enough likes or we don't get enough whatever that we feel like our message isn't valued. And that's not true. You never know who's looking or listening and who you're impacting. Yeah, I think that's really powerful. That's a really good point because we, we are almost trained to watch the numbers, mm -hmm. watch the, the likes and the comments and counting. And that's the marketing part of us, right? Mm -hmm. To know that we're getting ROI on our activity. <laughs> exactly. We want the yeah. stats. Like, let me check myself. Yeah. How many comments did I get? But, but if we're thinking about human interaction, it really is, you know, if my post helps one person, I've done my job and, and running, running social media through that filter of my, my job is to impact one life today. It really does change the way you show up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Looking into 2020, what else do we need to think about? Uh, we need to be showing up more vulnerably. 
uh, more more authentically, not overthinking it. Um, what else do we need to consider? Something that I'm, I'm really big on, and I myself, am, I'm a work in progress, and I'm trying to be better about this as well, but the idea of being an active marketer and not a passive marketer. And this actually, for a lot of people, brings a lot of relief. So this is one of my secrets, and you're going to love it because it makes social media so much easier, is often we feel the pressure to post. You and I, we need to post every day. We need to have our content plan. The grid's got to look good. And we're so caught up in the message we're delivering to the world, which is important. However, social media growth and business growth actually happens when you are an active marketer. So when we post on social media, I consider that to be passive marketing. You're putting content out and hoping somebody engages, hoping you catch something. When you use hashtags, you're hoping somebody searches that hashtag. Hashtags are search terms. We're just hoping something cool happens versus... If I were to search on my own local hashtag, like if you're a salon owner in, I'm in the San Francisco Bay Area in California. So if I was to search for um, hashtag San Francisco moms, and I as a salon owner was to get active on that hashtag and start commenting on the photos and posts of moms in my area, there's a great chance they would say, Brit Siva Salon, who's this? They come in now, take a look at my Instagram and say, oh my goodness, I didn't even know this salon existed. That's active marketing. And it also takes the pressure off. I need to be posting great stuff all the time. If you can comment on 20 local other feeds every single day, my goodness, your reputation would expand in no time. And so it's those little things we can do as active marketers that actually take the pressure off the passive marketing and make a huge ROI in a way that's very scalable. I love that. I absolutely. Yeah, that's really, really great because it actually completely flips the whole time that we're spending on and the purpose and the activity that we're doing yeah right right amazing I love so this. simple and so over, so overlooked often we overthink it right we're trying to we're so in the funnel and it's like if we if we can think about how do I be more human how do I connect with those in my community how do I add more value when we can start asking those questions it starts to become very clear yeah yeah okay that's really good all right, so we've. That, that, I feel like that kind of does the whole loop, doesn't it? It, it completes it the loop of if we're being authentic and having real conversations with real people, we're showing up consistently because we're actually just engaging in conversations okay. rather than putting a pretty picture and uh, the confetti, as you say, which I love that term. Um, less organized, more organic. Mm -hmm. And I love that you said that, that we're essentially engaging in conversation. Like, shouldn't that be what social media and marketing is about? And we're finally almost going back old school to, to what it always was. It's just powerful networking connection and conversation. And I think it's a really exciting place to be. I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to what 2021 brings to marketing. I think it'll be good. Yeah, yeah. A little bit less pressure, actually, yes. uh, to be so organized, uh, which is very, I feel like that is very... Uh, it's very much what 2021 is going to be about, actually. I think that's what 2020 has taught us. Slow down a little bit, connect with real people, mm -hmm. uh, less structure, more just mm -hmm. being present. I like that. I love that. So true. Mm. So mm -hmm. true. All right. We got you covered in 2021. <laughs> um, now, uh, what are you looking forward to in 2021? What is on the table for Brit and the, and the exciting things that you're up to? Well, we will actually be creating um, a new program next year. No details to be released yet, but, <laughs> but because 21 was a different year and I wasn't able to travel, I was able to 
stay in a really creative zone, which to what we were saying, it was like a small blessing of, I had to let so much go, but it created space for me to work on other things, which was a major lesson learned for me is if you want to bring in more, you always have to ask yourself what is coming off the plate to allow for that growth to come. So I learned that lesson in a very big way. Um, and for me, and I am embarrassed to say, I mean, I was the person who spent 15 years not taking lunch breaks and uh, finding excuses to always be working and to not have a structured schedule. And in 2021, I'm really going to stick to my guns about prioritizing my family and, and really putting them first and encouraging stylists and salon owners to do the same, to really use this lifetime in this industry to make smart choices that support our well-being overall. Like if the work we do isn't elevating our livelihood, then what are we doing it for? And so yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to double down on that next year and hopefully empower some amazing salon professionals to, to really embrace that and to create more balance in their life. Yeah, I think that's great. So tell me what is a, a quote or a mantra or something that you keep in mind, you would think about often that keeps you going as, a, as an entrepreneur? I love this question. And this was a quote that was shared with me years ago at a very poignant time in life. It's funny how those things happen. And the quote was, what got you here won't get you there. Yes. So we look around at our life and everything that's in it. And we say, okay, all the decisions I've made have brought me here. If I want something to change, I've got to change something. The way I show up, the way I behave, the way I act, the way I lead, the way I talk, the way, the way I love myself, there's something has to change if I want something different. And that to what you said, that, that constant quest to be present and to just be very aware of what, what needs to change for me so that I can be creating my biggest, best life. I'm really resonating with that right now. Yeah, I love that. Actually going into the year with intention is really, yes. yeah. Yeah, yes. rather than just rolling in. And yes. I think that's the challenge for our industry. You know, we, we finish the year with such this crazy busy time that we can really easily roll into the new year without the intention, without being present. And, and before we know it, we're well in. And we don't want that for you, right? No, that's right. That's right. All right, tell me, uh, what is a book, a podcast, a resource or something that you've engaged in that's been life-changing for you that salon owners must get, get their hands on? Well, you know me, I'm a, podca I'm a podcast book inspiration junkie, um, documentaries, bring them all to me. I'm always seeking inspiration. Um, I, I actually had a funny year and I didn't read a lot of business books because I wanted to stay so present. I read one book and it is the only book that I personally have read over and over and over. And it's called The One Thing by Gary Keller. And the concept is if we can focus on the one thing that will produce 80% of our desired results, we will achieve so much more. I think often as salon owners, stylists, busy mothers, people juggling a lot of things, we're trying to juggle everything all at once and it becomes very challenging to get the result that we're looking for. But if we can just give ourselves the power and the focus to focus on just one thing and see tremendous results there, we'll get so much further, so much faster without all of the tremendous burden and guilt. Britt, thank you so much. And thanks for sharing that book. Uh, it's a must read over the summer break or winter, depending on where you are in the world. Now, I'll be sure to leave the link to it in the show notes of this episode. 
Uh, it's been really amazing to have you on the show today. One of my favorite guests for sure will be sure to bring Britt back onto the show. Now, for those who are listening and can't find beautiful Britt, she is at BrittSiever.com or at BrittSiever on Instagram. She hangs out there a lot. Go and check her out. Okay, that is a wrap for this episode. Now, be sure to join me next week where I'll be sharing with you some of my secrets about leveling up in 2021 and making it your best year yet. Now, if 2020 has taught us anything, it's that we can't always rely on things uh, going to plan. So we need to take matters into our own hands, write our own story and give ourselves a fresh start. Truly step up and ensure that your business is thriving and not just surviving uh, coming into the new year. So be sure to tune in to that episode live in a week's time from now. All right, I shall see you at the same time, same place next week on the podcast. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.